Welcome to the One Right Church podcast, where we will discuss what it's like to believe that you attend the only right church. My name is Mark Shaw, and I spent the first 45 years of my life in the Followers of Christ Church in Oregon City, believing I was in the One Right Church. Our hope is that by simply sharing our story, that we would urge people to look to the Bible for answers instead of their religious traditions. We want to encourage people to trust in Jesus for their salvation and not in attending the One Right Church. Let's get started. Hi, Scott. How you doing, Mark? Good. We're back and we've got a guest again. Boy, we're starting to get used to this. This is a good deal. Yeah, interviews every week. So we've got a good friend of mine, Joni Crone. We talked to Clint last week and this is... Clint's wife. This is going to be a little he said, she said situation here. This ought to be good. I'll look forward to that. So, Joni, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself and tell us uh, kind of. Okay. Um, I spent 50 years in um, what I would call darkness. Um, As a child, I uh, very much feared going to hell. Um, I was up at night worrying about it kept me up. Um, my parents were good, but <laughs> they were very, um, almost would rather have you pass away because you passed away at church rather than to leave. Mm. That was a big thing for them. So you got that message when you were a girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better because, to pass away than leave yeah, the church? Better to, to die than to leave the church. Um, my dad was very uh, adamant about that. Um, so I grew up a typical teenager, find a husband, get married, um, got married really young. I was only 17. Um, and as you can imagine, a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old have a lot of struggle. A lot of grown-ups still do. A lot of grown-up to do. Mm-hmm. And you um, <laughs> don't know much you don't uh, say you're struggling because you say you're struggling and then it's what's going on, you know. So you mean people what? would people would ask <clears throat> if, if you're struggling there must be some reason and yeah. you must be doing something wrong. I must be doing something wrong. So you didn't um, even want to you no. just didn't you just struggle alone. Yeah. Yeah. You um took more dinners, did more good works to not be struggling, you know. Not appear that you're struggling, you mean. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So a 17-year-old and 18-year-old decided if we're going to struggle, what will make the marriage better is to have a child. <laughs> certainly, certainly make it easier, right? <laughs> yeah. This wow. is lining up with Clint's version so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. So far, it's not yeah. he said, she said. It's the same story. For yeah. Us yeah. to yeah. marry each other. And uh, I worked really, really a lot to fit in, to be um, a part of it. Um. That's where Clinton Joni's story differs a little. He uh, didn't. Mm-hmm. He just did Clint. He was okay with not going and doing, and um, I wasn't. I wasn't at all. Did you and, feel like you did fit in then, and you did get? Yeah. You know, kind of. Oh yeah. In the middle of things. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I liked it. So you succeeded at yeah. doing that. That's I was safe. Good. Okay. You good know, for you. Um, I was going to work my way to heaven, and. Mm. Uh, it was a safe place to be. Um, I had a lot of really good friends. My sisters were my best friends. And um, I never had to even 
make friends because they just were there, you know. And you grew up together, so yeah. you probably really didn't. Yeah. I never thought yeah. of that. And we were in the same um, mindset, you know, because we grew up from the mm-hmm. same parents. So then um, Clint got sick. Oh, wait, stop. I got to go back. Clint started listening to sermons. Before he got sick? No, after. Okay. Yeah, he was sick. Um, and then um, it was a rough time because he got better. So all of the church went, oh, you got better. What a faith person you are. So he kind of mm-hmm. got built up on this pedestal. Now, can I just ask you? I mean, you were right there. Loved it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really tell him that until I told him that we were. I was going to talk about that. That you really loved that he was considered a faithful person. I was, yeah. He was finally at the level where I was hoping he would be. Where you had been oh, working to Where I had been working to be. Yeah. Well, you'd been working yeah. to be there. He accidentally got there when he got better, <laughs> and it was good for both of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. And um, so, yay, you know, we're, we're at the same level here. Okay. And he didn't like it, and uh, he didn't want to be there at that level. So he kind of didn't want to do things like I did. And, so uh, he didn't maintain that. You wanted to maintain it, mm-hmm. and he, he was happy to let that drop off like it had been before. When, okay. when he was on, he was talking about how – you're talking about how you wanted to work your way to this level, mm-hmm. and he talked about how he wanted to just disappear. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to be invisible. That's so, exactly how yeah. it was. And yeah. so then um, we were up, up where I wanted to be, and uh, our first grandchild was born, and he was born in a hospital. Yeah. So we went from up on the pedestal down again. So that happened pretty fast. Then. Um, About two years' time. Okay. Yeah. Was it kind of a steady thing, or was it just like oh, no. a little bit, we, and then you plummeted when you went no, to the hospital? we were good one day and not the next. Oh, Johnny. Oh, okay. So we lost a lot of friends through that. Mm-hmm. Um. It was rough because I thought, oh, what in the world here, you know? But then I held this little baby that I was so happy to have and had to support, you know, my right. son, my daughter-in-law. So we got through that part of it, and we kind of mellowed out. And by this time, our second son had gotten married, and I was just trying to make everybody get along, you know. We have to all be happy, you know, be this big happy family, and— it was rocky, to be honest. Um, yeah. Then Clint started listening to his Oh, it's okay. <laughs> so, just, so the last thing you just said was it was rocky, mm. and then Clint started mm-hmm. listening to sermons? Yeah. Okay. And I'm thinking, you're going to really rock the boat now. Yeah. yeah. The rocks are really going to pile up. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we got home one night from a get-together, and he was sitting in his chair, and he's not a crier. And he's crying like a baby. And um, being me, <laughs> I didn't want to know. Um, it was scary, and I didn't want to know. So how do you, I mean. I avoided him for about so, 24 so like, hours. <laughs> like he's just sitting here and you like walk around like, we're not going to talk about it? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. And then I couldn't, my curiosity, I couldn't do it any longer. <laughs> and so I, um, I asked him what was going on. And he told me, and he said, I'd really love it if you listen. And I just looked at him and said, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. 
And he said, you didn't even listen. And I said, I don't need to. It's not for me. Um, it'll rock my boat, and I don't want it to happen. So you go ahead and do it, but you keep it quiet. Please don't let anybody find out because it will, it will ruin what, I, what we have. And, uh, so you out and out told him that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're 35 years with somebody. <laughs> Why mince words, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So. And part of it, I mean, I, I was kind of in clenched shoes <laughs> in our okay. relationship. So part of it, there's a reason why he had headphones in listening to this mm-hmm. to begin with. You know, he mm-hmm. didn't want her to hear. Mm-hmm. And, and he didn't say anything until you confronted him about it and yeah. said, what, what are you doing? So, yeah. 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 yeah so um, then we kind of moved forward to 2019. Um, how, long, how long was that then? Oh, gosh. Eight, nine, something like that years, because we eight no, or nine years no. of listening, not of listening to certain. No. no, 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 no. Oh, to be honest, I don't really know. Oh, okay, I would I, say it was within a year or two. Maybe, of that. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm so thinking maybe pretty. when he was sick to that. I okay. can't, I can't yeah. really remember. Um, yeah, I do remember 2019. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> that anchors. Yeah. That's an anchor for oh, you. Boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, probably by far the worst year of my life. Clint being sick, all of it was probably the worst. Wow. Um, my boys weren't getting along. Um, they weren't speaking to each other. So this happy little family I had put together with my grandkids and my kids, um, yeah, it wasn't working anymore. And uh, it got to me to the point where anxiety was so bad, uh, my heart was bothering me. Um, I was stressed beyond. But, um, yeah, so... That was rough. That was really, really rough. And you probably didn't like go to a doctor for oh, it no. or see anybody for mm-hmm. it or anything. I have since and heard okay. it was anxiety. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. But, um, and then um, my dear friends, Mark and Cindy, decided to leave. So that put a little light on Joni. What, what you doing? That's your best, you know, those are your people. What are you going to do? And, uh. I avoided a lot of people. So when you say it put a light on you, <clears throat> other so they left and other people looked at you and wondered said, our mind. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, and then you also have Clint. That's not right in the middle. <laughs> so not right in the middle of followers. Of followers, and they're not yeah. looking at him though and saying, "What are you going to well, do?" They're looking at you. And yeah, saying, what because you, you didn't really confront Clint very well. He would just kind of avoid you, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah. And I remember them, they left and, oh boy, you know, um, it was, it was just, that was a rough time. What was it that made it so rough about that? Um, when me and Clint left, we, we left a lot. We didn't just leave our children, my parent, my mother, sorry, um, our friends. We both worked for people that we knew. So when we left, we left jobs. Financial security. Okay. Um, we left it all behind. Mm, yeah. So. Um, so your Scott was your question. What was <coughs> what was hard for them about when we left? Yeah, and, and the question. I mean it. Oh, because it, Clint probably would have left then, but he knew I wasn't on the same page. Okay. And um, we had some very serious talks. 
um, I asked him to please just give me some time because I just didn't know where I was at yet. The idea of the pain um, that was going to come with it just felt too much. The fear mm-hmm. of um, how it was going to hurt my mom, uh, how it would hurt my son, that was almost crippling. And um, I just wasn't ready yet. So um, a couple months later, <laughs> Cole comes to us and says, I'm going to go to a different church and just see what it's about. And um, boy, that was not good because after they left, they didn't know it, but after they left, Clint said, um, I won't give him up. He said, I gave up Mark and Cindy, and I won't give my son up. And I said, so what does that mean? And he said, you're going to have a decision to make. So so him saying that put the decision on you is what you're Uh, saying. Yeah. And you, I mean, but you saw it, and were you like, ah, I'll give him up? Or I knew, you, no, no, no. You were probably not. No, my, it hurt You really knew bad. it was going to be awful anyway, right? Yeah, because I was going to give up one, or I was going to give up the other. And, yeah, you know, so yeah. it was they, rough. They, yeah, I, I understand completely <laughs> what she's talking yes, about. You do. But I do want to make it clear that you didn't make the choice to Mm-mm. give up one or give up the no. other. That's not a choice that you made. No, I you, just knew that's how it would be. Yeah, but yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We we know that it could lead to to oh dear a separation. But I, at least for me, when I chose not to change my relationship with Andrew and Madison, mm-hmm. I was not choosing them over no, my other children. You would have not. kept both. I would have kept both. hundred percent yes. of the time. Hundred. 50%, yeah. 500% of the time, yeah. you'd have kept both. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was yeah. perfectly willing oh, sure. um, to just go to followers still and let Clint do his thing with uh, Cole okay. and go to other churches. And, um, you know, we'd been married a lot of years. I was perfectly fine with that. And he kept saying, but Joni, you know. And I said, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I won't. Interesting, because you're because he's he's pushing you a little bit now, and yeah. you said he'd always not been one yeah. to to have much of an opinion, but now he's yeah. having one. He's and, having one for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit of an adjustment in addition to whatever it, yeah. the opinion's about. Just him having that opinion yes. is probably hard yes, enough. Yeah, it was, and I, uh, and it was just a rough, rough time, and I didn't know what I was going to do. And the kids hadn't been gone very long, and um, they decided that they were going to get baptized. And as Cole's saying, we're going to get baptized, Clint doesn't even pause. He says, I'll be there. And he looks at me, and Cole looks at me. <laughs> and he says, Mom. And I said, uh-uh. And he said, really? And I said, no. I said, that will do something I can't come back from Wow. if people find out. It's like the spotlight was on you f- mm. for a while, and yeah. then it just gets more and more and more and more yeah. focused, and I can just see Yeah, because I knew things like um, at, at church were, they were wrong. Not wrong. That's not right. For me, they weren't working. Okay. But um, I just couldn't. It wasn't something I could even imagine giving up. Mm. And uh, long story short, I did a lot, a lot, a lot of praying that week. And um, I begged Clint the morning that the kids were going to be baptized. 
could you please go to followers with me one more time? And he said, I'll do what you need. That, I mean, when he said it like that, it almost made me mad. <laughs> because it was a girl. You know, it almost made me mad. I was like, what do you mean when I, you know? So I uh, did a lot of praying, and prayed, prayed, prayed the whole way to church, the whole way through the church, that he would see something, he'd feel something, and he wouldn't want to go to the baptism or, you know, something would happen. Something to make him want to stay at followers? <laughs> yes. Because that was my end goal, you know. Um, it was your last move, really. Yeah, because if he went to that baptism, boy, you know. And uh, midway through that week, something happened, and something I don't really talk about, but um, I decided I was going to go to the baptism. So he went to church with me, and we went to the baptism. And I um, I was nervous, oh, to say the least, because you, I knew people find this out and I'm done, you know. So that fear just almost makes you shaky. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I said to him, please don't leave my side. I'm really nervous, so just, you know, I'm okay if you're beside me. So we get there, the doors open up, and I see an aunt and a cousin I hadn't seen in almost 12 years. <laughs> and she smiles at me and starts headed my way. And um, they both. And uh, I left him standing there. <laughs> and You asked him not to leave yeah, your side, yeah. and you immediately left his immediately side. Immediately left his yeah. side. <laughs> but he was okay, and I knew he was, you know. Right. And she hugged me, and I just kept saying, I'm so sorry. And she said, for what? And something in me just, I can't explain how I felt. And um, I felt something that day. In, in my, uh, it's the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And my entire life I had been told that you couldn't receive the Holy Spirit unless you were baptized. But we had no ability to be baptized. Right. You know? Um, so when I felt that, I was like, oh, wow. I, mm -hmm. I was overwhelmed. I mean, I'm sure anybody that saw me there thought, oh, boy, that almost lost it because I was so overwhelmed. Um, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you something really quick? Of course. So Clint mentioned when you were going to that baptism, part of what he was nervous about, in addition to just going to a different church for the first time, mm -hmm. part of what he was worried about was people that he felt like he had mistreated. Oh, yeah. That, is Being, that why you apologized? Uh, yeah. yeah. So when I saw my aunt, like Mark, uh, yeah, because I thought, oh, I didn't even make contact with her. I mean, at this time, I hadn't contacted her at all. And, um, yeah, and my cousin, um, when he first left, he tried to contact me via text. And um, we went back and forth for a while, and I was really, really, you know, in the middle then. And I said some stuff that now, I, you know, you're embarrassed because you didn't know it, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, so that was a big, big day for me. Okay. Big day for me. And, uh, like I said, I never felt what felt like that. I had never been to real worship. Um, it was an amazing, an amazing day. So we, um, we get in the car and I could tell by the look on his face, she, he was thinking, what in the world are you thinking? <laughs> and uh, I slammed the door of the car and I said, I can never go back to followers. And he, he started crying. I started crying. And I said, it's just as simple as that. I can't. Now that I've seen what I've seen, I can't. 
and uh, we didn't. What was it that you saw that you would, I mean, if. Unconditional love. Hmm. Um, and when the Holy Spirit, you've never felt that feeling. You don't, you don't understand and you can't explain it. Hmm. And it's almost like once you see it, you cannot unsee it. Once you know it, you can't unknow it. Um, it's the best way I can explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, reality sets in and you go, Ooh, this what did I just say? What did I just say? <laughs> yeah. this, this could cost me a lot, but, um, you know, it was at the time it was worth it and I had to do what I had to do. And uh, so we did and we got through it. <laughs> With God's help, we got through it, and um, I, yeah, the best I can say is life on this side of the cross, there's mm-hmm. nothing like it, and um, you just don't need anything but Jesus. And you don't need to be afraid of Mm-mm. going across there as well. No. I mean, uh, yeah. to come on this side, you might yeah. this is what I mean. Yeah, and ever since that day, I never was up at night again worrying my fear that I had was gone. Just like that? Just like that. Yeah. I knew about, uh, you know, I knew about the, uh, all these things that Clint was telling me about was true. Well, all <laughs> and, of the, be quiet, don't tell me that. Yeah. I don't want to yeah, hear it. Yeah. All, all the times that we got in the truck and he, um, I know he queued up the recording. I know he did. We'd get in the truck and his sermon would just be blasted. We'd just give him this look, you know, like, oh, really? Again? Yeah. But... I know that it was him working on it, you know, patiently working on it. Mm. But um, it's not easy. I miss my family. I miss my kids, my grandkids. But how can you give up on something you know is so right? Mm. You just can't. You just you just can't. Wow. That's quite a story. Thank you for sharing that. I'm... Yeah. Uh, it's just encouraging for me to ha- have you go, like, even to the baptism that night. Like, nope. Yep. <laughs> and then to have to have you see it differently is that's really quite a that's quite yeah. a thing. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So you talked about um, just <clears throat> fear, and Clint did a little bit too—the ups and downs, mm. and the the always trying to work your way mm. to get people's approval and then and then that nervousness again of these people that I've mistreated then that that picture of your aunt walking smiling and walking toward you is mm. just amazing but then you mentioned unconditional love mm-hmm. and there's just such a freedom in knowing that you don't have to mm-hmm. do that that work you don't have to uh do all these certain things to get people's approval Mm, that, um, yeah, we just have that, that unity in Christ and yeah. Finding out for, for sure, because I could read it in the Bible that Jesus had done everything that had nothing to do with me, Mm, you know, was just like, wow. I remember even looking at Clint going, did you? And he's like, yeah. Because I'd, he'd been listening to the sermons, so yeah, he knew, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, yeah, it sunk in. It was like, wow, that is, that's a lot. 
So did you did you hear the gospel first, listening to sermons, or did uh, was Clint pointing it out to you in scripture, or was it Cole little, Letitia's uh, testimonies at the baptism? It was a little of both because when I got to the baptism, I knew, you know, I knew, but I didn't. I didn't have that feeling, you know. There's, you there's knew a, what they were going to say, or you knew well, the gospel. No, what did you? Know? I knew the gospel, oh. and I. But there's a big. I know it's not very far on your body, but from your heart to your head, there's a big. Gap there's a difference there. between knowing it and believing it. Yeah, and there's a difference in between wanting it. I, oh. I and then I wanted it. It didn't matter what it cost me. I wanted Jesus. Yeah. So that was part of it for me. Yeah. That's all of it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. That's fabulous. Thank that's great. You. Yeah, yeah. Well, we always do a, a hymn on here. Um, so you told me you wanted to do, uh, which, which one was it again? Anywhere with Jesus. Okay. Do you want to? No, re- you can't. You want me to read it? Okay. We would like you to sing if you wouldn't mind. No. <laughs> that has become a, know, kind of a popular request. That it everyone's it Mark really has. Well... <laughs> Disappointing people is not uh, <laughs> something that I'm unfamiliar with. So, um, anywhere with Jesus, I can safely go. Anywhere He leads me in this world below. Anywhere without Him, dearest joys would fade. Anywhere with Jesus, I am not afraid. And the chorus says, Anywhere, anywhere, fear I cannot know. Anywhere with Jesus, I can safely go. Is there a specific verse? Do you want me to read mm-hmm. all of them? No, I'm happy that to. That sums it up. The chorus that is probably sums, it up. sums yeah. it up, doesn't okay. it? Fear I cannot know. Fear I cannot know. Yeah. 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 You just don't have it. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Well, and just to, you yeah. know, just to pull things together, too. Yeah. I mean, for John says, perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. And so you're talking about in unconditional love and the disappearance of fear. Those two things do go together. Yeah. So, and you can yeah. find it all in Jesus. There you go. Well, hopefully this has been helpful. If you have questions or comments or a topic that you would like us to cover, you can reach us at comments at onerightchurch.com. And for more information, you can visit our website, www.onerightchurch.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.